Okay, before I into the before I will sing uh start with some quick introduction on um besides for being relative of mine, uh that I don't see is a I don't know if you're a kid of them anymore, um, because you're now well established in, in the Flatbush area. But uh, both of you are well prominent right now in Flatbush and keeping the Flatbush community strong. Uh, which I'll be, we continue going for it. Um, but one of the ads of uh, one of the is that his uh, wife, very right, is from out of town. So you understand what the out of town life is about a little bit, right? Right from Minneapolis. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Sure. Don't understand a little bit that time. That time was. So uh, without without any burden, nothing else. Shkaya, 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 you know, this month of Shabbos, we're entering and we're beginning to start to recite the Slichas, where the storm tell us that it's not merely as man where we daven Slichas, we turn to Rebani Shalom, but rather it's given the name of Yemei Slichas. It's called the Yemei Slichas. The day itself becomes transformed, they're elevated. The Yomim themselves become different days. Now, Rabbi Yitzchak Tovya Weiss, who was just next to the Gaivet in Eretz Yisrael, he said over the story about the famous kinder transport. He was one of the children that was the merited that was Zaycha, one of the thousand children that got uh, visas. They were able to go on the kinder transport. And they eventually brought these children to British foster homes. And after uh, they were there for a while, King George, he wanted to go visit and see the children that he just saved. So they all practice with the children how you behave. After all, it's the monarch, it's the king. His majesty, he can't just act like a regular child. So they train the children, they spend time with them, how you have to behave, and the king's going to come. There's going to be a tremendous parade. There'll be barricades on the side of the street. And they practice for many weeks for that great day when King George was going to come and parade and come meet them. And they all set up and they see the king's chariot coming down the street. And they were barricaded behind the, the barracks, the boys fences and as the chariot was passing by one of the children against the edict of uh, the british law he went ahead he jumped over the barricades he, he came running over to king george's chariot and he turns to the king and the king says oh are you happy that i saved your life and the child turned to the king and he said your honor how could i be happy when i know that my loved ones my family my parents my siblings my relatives are all stuck in the nazi inferno and they don't even know if tomorrow they're going to survive. And the king took down his address and he sent visas for the entire family and his entire family was saved. If Yitzchak took your wife, made an observation and he said there were a thousand children that came on the train. There was only one boy that jumped over the barricades and approached the king. So he said, if Yitzchak took your wife, those are the days of Elul, those are the days of Slichais. And we're given the opportunity. It's when the king is Nimsabesamelach, when the king is in the palace, he can't get inside. When he comes out to visit the common folk, he comes out to the streets, he comes to the people. 
and a person's able to jump over the barricades, he can ask for whatever he wants. You know, the eight Sahara, the Satan, he tries to shackle us. He puts, on, he puts us behind the barricades. He doesn't let us become what we really want to be. But we're given the days of El, where the king leaves the palace. He parades through the streets, then he waits for us. He yearns for us. And those who are zaychet to jump over those barricades, what they can be zaychet to. You know, there is a, an acrobat, acrobat. He was an expert in gymnastics. He was able to ride a unicycle while juggling on a tightrope hundreds of miles in the air. And it says, though, he was on the ground. So they asked this acrobat, they asked him, they said, what's the hardest part? So the acrobat told him back, he says, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the truth, I'm sure you'll be surprised. But when I'm riding the unicycle on a tightrope, I feel like I'm riding on the ground. There's no difficulty whatsoever. But the hardest part is when I get to the end of the rope and it's time to turn around, that's the most difficult part. You know, so, much, so many times in life, we're used to a certain pattern, a, a certain lifestyle. We get busy with the hecticness of life. We're just riding the unicycle. We keep going. But then we're given the days of El to redirect ourselves, to revamp, to be mischazic ourselves. And those are, are the times when we have to redirect ourselves that become so difficult. The Torah Kedoshah tells us, which many of the Rishonim learn, and it's a reference to tshuva. When it comes to the mitzvah of tshuva, the Torah uses a terminology that it doesn't use by any other mitzvahs. It's so close to us. It's it's in our mouth. It's in our hearts. We can do it. It's in hand's reach. You know, the Chavetz Chaim, the Panavich Yerov, he's very, he learned by the Chavetz Chaim. He was very involved in Kiriv. This is before the war in the late 1920s. He used to go around. He was in the of hundreds and hundreds of years. He used to travel around the world. So on one of his uh, journeys, on his, uh, when he went out to do Kiriv, he stopped by the Chavetz Chaim and he asked them, what should I tell the people? Give me words of chizik that I could tell them. So the Chavetz Chaim told him, he says, tell them to do tshuva, it's something which is so easy. It's something which is so simple. How do we understand this? What does this mean? Tshuva is something that's so curved. It's so close to us. It's something which is so easy. What do you mean? After all, the Rambam is prokum nuchus tshuva, sefer abeinu What does this mean? That it's curved, it's easy. It's something which is kal. There's a maridik mabit. The mabit writes, a kadman. He writes that the mitzvah of tshuva is so unique. In a, in a sense, it's different than all the other mitzvahs. You take the mitzvah of tzitzis. A person has three tzitzis on his garment. Lo yotza, he's not yotza his mitzvah. A person takes dalad minim and he's missing an esri, he's not yotza. A person doesn't have four parashis in his tefillin, he's not yotza in a mitzvah. Writes them a bit, but when it comes to the mitzvah of tshuva, it's so unique that even the smallest steps, the smallest amount that a person does is already... A kima mitzvah, and it's a chalik of the mitzvah of tshuva. Yes, you're right. The ultimate goal is for a person to understand the entire concept of tshuva. But no matter what a person does, any amount, Dr. Mabit, he's already yoitza. He has a kima mitzvah, the mitzvah of tshuva. How do we understand this? What does this all mean? Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky, the legendary Magid, the great Magidim of Eretz Yisrael, he once, he went to Antwerp to visit the Chaim Kreiswitz. 
So when he came to Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim greeted him, and Reb Chaim told him that he should know he's coming from a din Torah between two litigants, where the employer was taking the employee to a din Torah, and the whole din Torah was a disagreement of 0.5%. The whole din Torah was for something that was less than 1%. So Galinsky was thinking to himself, wow, the people of Antwerp, they're so shallow. This is what they fight about? So Reb Chaim Kreiser told him, he says, if I were to tell you, that the difference of 0.5% is a difference of millions and millions of dollars. What would you say then? So Kabyakov Galinsky, now he understands what it means, the concept of tshuva. A person goes ahead, tshuva, he becomes closer to Rebunishalim, he takes a step in the right direction, even if it's 0.5%, it's the smallest amount. Abraham Melech tells us, the smallest amount, when we realize the chashivas of what it means to be Shalom, that a person's mischazik himself, no matter what mitzvah he does, wherever he improves himself, it has such a chashivas, such a love, Rebbeinu Shalom becomes so elated, it has such koiches, it could be 0.5%, but klapid Rebbeinu Shalom, the mensch is an under a mensch. Nerev Henkin used to be mischazik the Erlem during the days of El, on the Amens, to answer Amen. Small thing, to answer the Amens. After all, the Gemara in Shabbos, Kuftes Vav, Kala'ina, Amen, Bechol Koychoi, says the Gemara is Poischan Shar Gan Eden. The entire gates of Gan Eden is opened up to the person. How do we understand this? Because the person said Amen. The terror is because in this world, we're not able to see and realize the Chashivas, the greatness of every single mitzvah. And that's the side of what the Mabid is saying. The smallest steps. A person goes ahead and he takes a step of tshuva to become closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's something that's totally Torah's picha may alphase of a kesef. The Novi tells us, that the Rebunisham places a path in the sea. That this represents the concept of tshuva. You have a boat who's traveling. We took a wrong turn. And the captain realizes the boat's going in the, in the wrong direction. So for the captain, he just has to turn the helm, redirect the rudders in the proper direction. But let's say a person is traveling on the highway and he doesn't get off the exit. Sometimes it could be many, many turns. He has to find the right exit, come around, get to the right highway. It could be many, many turns until he gets back onto the highway. Says the Navi, when it comes to tshuva, is hanoisin derech biyam. The Eivishter, it's like the Yam. All the captain has to do is turn the helm. Let me end off with a Murray Dikavard from the Helga Benishchai. The Benishchai says a fascinating pshat. By all mitzvahs, there's a shear. It comes to the mitzvah of sukkah, the mechitzahs, the walls have to be ten fachim, a minimum ten fachim high. It comes to lulav, we're required to have four fachim. Every mitzvah has a shear. Says the Gemara, when it comes to the mitzvah of shayfa, it's the smallest share. Kadesh Sheikh Zenabi Yadi to hold it in his hand. The Yiramikan Mikan, just to see a drop on this side and a drop on the other side. That's it. And the person's Yaitzim. It has the smallest share from all mitzvahs. And yet, the opening and where the person blows the shaifer, the hole is so small. Where the curl, where the sound emanates, its hole is a lot larger. Says the Benish Chai, you know why? Because the place where the person blows, the Rebbe Shalom is telling Kal Yisrael, 
Pesach Picha Kamacha just opened up that very small hole. And he eftach lechop ke pischa shalulon. And that's what the aside of Elul is all about. That's what Slichis is about. These are days of Yemei Slichais when the Yomim themselves become so elevated and so transformed. On the smallest steps that a person does, because Klapin Yibibani Shalom and Yenevelt, any Aliyah has such a chashivas to it. You know, Chaim Kreisworth, he said over a Mori Dikazach, well, with this, and Chaim Kreisworth said over a Mori Dikazach, you know, when the war broke out, he was someone who was in his town. He was a very wealthy man. He had, he had Swiss accounts with a lot of money, a lot of wealth, and a lot of riches. And the person was afraid he wouldn't be able to get out. So he came over to Reb Chaim and he told him, listen, here's the secret code to my account. And I don't know if I'll make it out alive. But if you make it out alive, I want to ask you for a title. If you ever find any of my children, to give them over the codes to the account so they'll be able to get their money. So Reb Chaim Baruch Hashem, we know he survived the Muhammad. Never this person perished. He was killed by the Nazis. And for it's already over 20 years, Reb Chaim is looking for this son to be able to return the Avedah. But he couldn't find him. And that's it. He put it to rest. He figured that's it. It must be his whole family is wiped out. Decades later in Antwerp, this Oni, this pauper from Eretz Yisrael came collecting. And he walked into the shul of Reb Chaim Kreisworth. Reb Chaim asked him his name. He came to greet him. And when he heard his name, it touched a nerve. It rang a bell. One second, I know that name. And he started to investigate. He did inquiry. And he asked the person, are you by any chance related to so-and-so? And it turns out that this was the son of that very person that gave him the, the Swiss codes to his account. Reb Chaim turned to him and he said, I was looking for you for the last 25 years. And he gave him the codes and he was able to return the Avedo. Of a Zot Reb Chaim, he told this Kehilo during the days of El. He says, could you imagine? Here you have a person who lived his life thinking that he was a pauper. And yet... He was a wealthy person. He was a gavir. He was a man. With, he was a man with so much wealth, but he never realized the wealth that he had. So Reb Chaim cries with, "That's what El is all about. There's so much wealth. There's so much riches. The Rebbeinu Shlom's waiting for us to embrace him, to come closer to him. Let's utilize this man. Let's utilize the time." And that's us. May we merit and be zeichel for the Rebbeinu Shlom to be neskabel all our tefillas. And we should be zeichet to all the brachas of our replacement and bracha that we die. May all all our tefillahs be neskabel, and may we merit the ultimate simcha, the true simcha of the coming of Mashiach Tzitenu, the Merivi Amenu. Amen. 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 Amen.